American sliced cheese on apple pie. Come again. I said, have you heard about American sliced cheese? God damn it. No, I ain't heard nothing about no American cheese on a fucking apple pie, bro. Okay. I don't eat apple pie. But I, I do eat Am- but I do eat American cheese. But like, I saw Fair. this movie called Thank You for Smoking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A man was very comfortable with eating American cheese slices on his apple pie. But, all right, did he melt them on there or like? Yeah, no, like it was a melted slice of cheese. It's not like a cold piece of cheese. Well, like it's a I warm apple pie with warm cheese on it. Apparently, it's American it- staple. It's good. He puts American cheese just on right it. on top of it. No, ma- it's no like whipped finishing? cream. Yeah, it's like a finishing touch. It's like a topper, if you will, of an apple pie. I put ice cream on my apple pie. Well, no shit. That's a la mode. That's just normal. People do that everywhere. You do brownies and fucking ice cream. You do bananas with ice cream. You do what else? I don't know. There's plenty of cookies with ice cream. But at that point, that's like cookie ice cream sandwiches and shit, you know? Mm, that shit's good. It is good. Where So where... Like, where did this originate? I never looked it up, but I'm sure it's probably like a staple. Kind of like how us Ohioans and I am think Kentuckians, and I think they try to take credit for it, but um, are Geta. And I'm sure people don't know a lot about Geta. If you do, like that's awesome. Round of applause. I've met Ohioans that didn't even fuck with it. What? Yeah, which is crazy. So Geta is a big thing in Cincinnati and surrounding areas. Um, it is a food that originally was created by super poor German immigrants that lived here. Hence uh, the name Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's a dad joke. I do. It is. <laughs> it, yeah. I think I feel like we've talked about this, but I can't. Remember. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Anyway, so it's essentially just like pork. I'm pretty sure it's just pork. Oats. Mixed with onion. like oats and spices and shit. Mm-hmm. Into and it's a into like a sausage log, if you will. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> a sausage log. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so I guess essentially you can do that. And there's many a ways sausage to cook it. You can get, log. You can cook it like it's like you know, mushed up ground beef, like you're making hamburger helper, and then eat it that way. Whack. Um, you could do it where you slice it in like, you know, since it's a sausage log, I guess you'll slice it in a circle. <laughs> yeah, and you fucking yeah. And you fry it and some people make crispy. sandwiches out of it. They gotta be yes. crispy. That's how I like it. But I like it grounded up and I get it crispy on both sides. I and will say though, as long as it's wonderful. fully cooked. If it if I gotta eat it with a spoon, I'll eat it with a spoon. But preferably, mm-hmm. you know, nice little fried discs. Yeah. Are, other way to go. Some people just crisp that shit up like it's bacon, though, and I hate that. What you do you gotta mean, have like a little... super crispy? Yeah, like way too crispy. It's like when the you outside has to bacon. have a nice. It has to have like a golden crisp. brown char. Yeah, yeah. And then like the inside can be like kind of soft but pillowy. That's how I like it. Firm pillowy. is cool too. Yeah, 
Firm is cool too, but like, like a like a, no, a a nice a nice cake, pillowy. Exactly, exactly. That's how I like it. Um, but I eat it with like buttered bread and eggs, or buttered toast and eggs, and that's like my shit. That's how I've always ate it. But my girlfriend don't eat it. I haven't had it in probably fucking six years. So. What? Yeah. Are you or I maybe had it twice in six years, maybe twice or three times, which is sad. Yeah. That's I sad. love that shit. I, um, I'm i probably going to pick some up today because I have to go to the store anyway. Last I time I had get it was a couple months ago, and I had a get it egg and cheese bagel. Mm. That sound, it was, was it homemade or did you go to a restaurant? Um, A restaurant. So it was even better, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I mean, you can do, see here, I've learned this. It's just more or less just laziness and just working um, in life. But like, if you can make the energy to like come home and cook, you can literally have the same thing restaurant style every which way at home. Okay, kind of. Um, And I only say this because Mm. of just going to so many different places, but um, restaurants get better ingredients than you can get at the store. Well, the funny except thing except for the meat, you can get really good meat at the mm-hmm. at you can the, just go to a butcher shop. Yeah, but yeah. but as far as like I don't know, as far as like the you know, go out to somewhere and that serves a sandwich on a ciabatta bun or a roll or like or on a brioche bun, you know, and then go to Kroger and try to find a brioche bun that's that good. You won't be able to. You know what I, I mean? Feel like, like, I feel like I'm going to destroy you with that. Or I could honestly sit here and I can make sourdough fucking ciabatta or whatever at home. Like, yeah, homemade. you're going to make bread. Yeah, sure. But like. That's what I'm saying, dude. I think you're, if you're schooled if, there. But no, yes, like, if you. But that's you the whole buy. point of laziness. That's the whole point of like laziness. You know what I mean? Nobody's, Nobody's going to sit there and make bread. Some people are. Some people are bread fans, like bread fanatics, and they actually just love making bread. And, like, I get it, because if you taste real bread, authentic fucking delicious bread, and you're, you know, surviving yeah, it's, on... Yeah, it's, it's definitely way different. It is. And it's very and, good. Because, like, until, like, fatties of the earth um, took over, bread was supposed to be a dessert. Bread was sweet. And you would you would top it with <laughs> with with shit, but then we turned it into like sandwiches and and burgers and so on and so forth. And so when you have natural bread, it's a whole game changer. Now, with that being said, I'm not going to sit here and make ciabatta bread. I'm just making the point that you can and you can go above and beyond and have that fucking you know restaurant style sandwich. Now, granted, I feel that. that restaurants all restaurants cut corners but they're gonna have a little bit better ingredients than we are and when you're going to a restaurant i think the whole thing is is it tastes better you know as long as it's a good restaurant you can go to a fucking you know you're going to whack donald's you're, you're going to get whack donald right, you know I mean? right. You're, you're going to burger king you're getting burger king you know, and, and like so on and so forth. you don't have like a big charbroil grill or like a big fucking flat top at home. You know what I mean? Like to make, like making. That's like, actually my goal right now. They they actually have flat tops you can buy for sale for like ninety bucks. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's see, that's like that's what I like. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. You got but the go flat ahead. tops are where it's at, dude. Like they are. 
make a grilled cheese in a pan and on a flat top. And I promise you that flat top grilled cheese is going to be 10 times better every single time. And if you melt the butter like they do at the restaurants, so you get like clarified butter though. But if you get like, you just so make, make your own melted butter. You just margarine, right? Yeah. Yep. And you just liquid margarine. So you don't you even have melt to melt it. Down, it. So. You don't even have to melt it. It's already liquid. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Use a squirt bottle. Mm-hmm. Squirt a little bit and a little square on the flat top. You just put your fucking piece of bread on it. And it covers the entire side of that bread perfectly. That's the most delicious grilled yeah. cheese on the planet. The, I want to yeah, get like is. some Gruyere. I want to get some Swiss. I want to get some feta. And I want to get like maybe some American. Just all that. I want to get, I want to make, I want to take that, that Gruyere you just said. <laughs> with some, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it with right. With some tomato yeah. and spinach. And bacon on it. Maybe not the okay. bacon, but no, the bacon you'd have to. Otherwise, I mean, I I need a crunch, man. And that tomato is gonna get. Well, soft. the bread, the bread's gonna be. Oh, a cr- but I need more crunch. I need, like, you know what I'm saying? If I gotta, if I gotta eat that tomato and that spinach, you're gonna give me something I really love. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want that shit. I don't want no veggies on my grilled cheese. <laughs> no, nah, like if I'm gonna eat a veggie grilled cheese, you better you best believe I either want some bacon on it or some turkey or maybe both, or that's all. No ham with that shit. I wouldn't want ham, spinach, oh. and tomato. All right. A good all right, a grilled ham and cheese on mm-hmm. rye bread with Swiss. I fuck with it. Fire. I would put some or one piece, it, one piece of Swiss and one piece of pepper jack. Grilled ham and cheese on a rye. I would do that, but minus the pepper jack. No pepper right. jack. Well, then just Swiss. I'm just getting old to where like anything I eat spicy, like tums need to be near and close <laughs> to my heart. <laughs> I literally never used tums because I never. I mean, I had heartburn every once in a while, but it was never like an issue. Mm-hmm. Until like last year, and then right. I bought Tums for the first time, and was like, "I guess this is my life now." <laughs> right, like I guess I'm accepting this. Yeah, not excited about it, but no. it's okay. What's up, everybody? Blasphemous reviews. I'm Jake. I'm KJ. What's up? We're here. We're alive. But going back into it, though, honestly. Going back into the, grilled ham and cheeses? Yes, going back into the food. I think that's, like, a part of, like, what I want to talk about, like, in a sense today is, like, what's been on my mind? You know what I mean? Like, I, I've had grilled a lot ham and of cheeses. Them. Well, not grilled ham and cheeses, but just, okay, so I just love making some kind of fancy food. I do. I love cooking. I don't yeah. know whether, whether it be. I just like cooking. So, anyways, I can't stop thinking about my food truck. It's the only thing that's like literally in my mind besides owning a Tesla. Like those are my two things in my life that I want. And with this food truck, I've thought about doing like weekly specials where I'll make it, make this this week and this next week and so on and so forth. I thought about doing barbecue and making my own fucking smoker, like out of a barrel and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, I've thought about doing that 
and smoking a bunch of shit at my home and then taking it, you know, keeping it heated on the truck, you know, shit like that. Smoking it on the truck too? No. I'm I'm sorry. I was making a joke and it didn't work. Continue. Okay. (laughs) Um, Anyways, like, and I thought about like doing like beef stroganoff, but like with like carrots and onions and shit like that, you know, uh, and tacos all day, brother. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, tacos. Yeah, dude, like some nice fire street tacos. Yes. Can can uh, one of yours? Can Monday be Monday? Mon uh, Ma's meatloaf sandwich Monday or something? Why well, you just make meatloaf sandwiches for people? Yeah, fuck it. I I could do that because like what I'd do is I'd make the meatloaf and then I'd fry it, give it a little oh. crisp, a little char on on the, the flat top, oh. then maybe throw a piece of cheese on it. Some, yeah. yeah, do the do the ketchup thing the ketchup's on it. Still, the ketchup's still going to be on there. It's just going to be on the side. It's gonna no, be no. How about side. you make the meatloaf without the ketchup on the top? Okay. And you fry the sides and then put the ketchup. Just squirt it on top? No, you like... I would want warm ketchup if it was yeah, my yeah, preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would. You know I, mean? I, you I would, wouldn't you want would cold like, ketchup. You'd like put it on... On the last flip of the meatloaf. Oh, kind of char the ketchup a little bit or just let it get, um, or like, are you saying like on the last flip, then put the ketchup on yeah. and let it kind of get warm as well, even yeah. though it's like already warm itself. Cause I wouldn't want to put like cold ketchup right on the no, hot meatloaf. No. Yeah, you, you know, need that, to keep ketchup cold. You don't have to. I don't think you do. I think you can keep it room temp. A lot yeah. of diners do that shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, since I've been doing it, as long as it's in a sealed container. Right. Yeah. And I mean, if you're at a restaurant or on a food truck or something, you're going to be going through it fast enough that, you know what I mean? It won't go bad by the time you go through the bottle. Right. That's actually really good. Meatloaf sandwiches. I would probably, uh, I would probably, what I would do is I would probably make like uh, either French fries with that or like people really dig those, um, what's it called? Those, uh, not pumpkin French fries. What are those? Sweet Sweet potato potato fries. fries. That's what I would make with those. I don't fuck with them. You know. You were somewhat close. Right. No, I wouldn't fuck with them myself, but I'd probably like throw them in a little Parmesan and a little parsley. And that's probably how I'd do it. Yeah. Wait, the uh, sweet potato fries? Yes, I would. I'd throw a little Parmesan in them. Or toss them in a little Parmesan and parsley. Okay. I would do... Or I would do rosemary, some, salt, and Parmesan. Some... some brown sugar i don't want sweet potato fries like sweet sweet potato fries just a little brown sugar. okay so I'd, I'd probably put like a spice rub together then at that point like see it's it's, it's just the thought right now talking about this gets me so excited and so amped and yeah they're just churning and gurning and i'm just so excited to own one i plan on having it by the time i'm 35 years old if not sooner so it's like a five-year dream. Hey, it's achievable. It's very achievable with cryptocurrency. Was that your way of diving into that? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, though. No, I mean, invest so what's now. What's been on your mind? Invest now, mm-hmm. and in five years, your investment will pay off, and you can get your food truck. 
Oh, I don't, I don't plan on waiting five years for cryptocurrency to get me my food truck, but I know what you mean. My cat yeah. just ran right up here. I don't know if you saw it in <laughs> camera, but she no. just... <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, yeah, you should. Oh, I plan on it. Some Bitcoin and then... I gotta do my Ethereum research. Ethereum and Litecoin and stuff like that. You know, all the good We'll stuff. just start with Bitcoin. We'll just start there, you know? Okay. Let's okay. understand one before we jump into others. Well, you if you know. understand Bitcoin, then you pretty much will understand most of it, all of the others. Okay. Well, it's stuff that you, you definitely need to, like, uh, I need to research and um, learn on my own. It's it's things that, like, because everybody tries to explain something to you at some point, and you just, like, I don't know if this is just me. It could be just me. It's just, like, man, like, I would love to understand your language and what you're trying to give me and, and let me receive right now, but, like, I'd be on the better end of learning through a fucking YouTube channel, you know? Right, or, yeah or um you know a series just because some people like okay so this is how i look at this i was a big fan of john stewart and stephen colbert you know and those guys gave goofy ass politics you know and it it was in a way that i could understand politics because i was never really understanding it in school i never understood government class it kind of just fucking sucked it was probably the teachers that sucked honestly probably wasn't the government class itself but anyways like I believe that, like, if somebody can comedically explain to me Bitcoin in a way that I can understand it and, you know, it be conveyed to me, then, like, awesome. It will make me, you know, click better than anything else will. And that's just who I am. I'm, uh, what's it called? Like a uh, visual learner, if you will. Right. So. But Yeah. Um, yeah, just look it up. Uh, first, I would say look look up. Um, what blockchain technology is mm -hmm. and how that is important um, in our time that we live in and then start looking into how it's used for Bitcoin mm -hmm. and then how and why Bitcoin is important for the time that we live in and that's my exact point right there is how you just explained three questions to me and how fucking like that's the whole point like i look at so like with you with telling me that that's something like even telling me i gotta write that shit down that's just how i am you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i ain't gonna remember that shit that's we'll something like if I, if I right if i was listening to like a podcast i'd have to pause rewind and write down right like, yeah it's just all right you got blockchain go. Blockchain, blockchain. Okay. <laughs> Do you see a chain? Remember a block with a chain. Blockchain. There you go. There you go. See, now you're not going to forget it. <laughs> Hopefully. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's a wild time out here, man. Tesla just Tesla just bought like one point six billion dollars worth of bitcoin i know if tesla's doing it i need to do it <laughs> that's that's how i'm gonna look at it i'm gonna have to swim in his pool yeah i don't know man i just fucking i want i want a fucking tesla so fucking bad i have seen so many tiktok videos of people 
that like they do this douchey thing that I don't like. And speaking of douchey, I remember that I called people that wore V-necks douchebags in the last episode. As you blatantly can fucking see, I own one. I am said douchebag. It's, it's like see. that that Spider-Man meme. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but where was I getting at? What was I even talking about? Teslas. Teslas. Okay, so I have seen so many like TikTok videos, so many Tesla videos where like people have done this douchey thing where the, they will like click their outlet button or the, the mail piece, I guess, for the charge of the car, and they click the back of their brake um, light, and then they p- uh, plug it in. It's like, what's the point of that shit? And what? like, yeah, they just... So any Tesla owner, when they're going to charge supercharge their car or charge their car overnight, they like to click the, ba- uh, the, the back of their um, the brake light, they click it with the outlet, and then they plug it in. And I don't know if that um, sends a signal to the Tesla that the little port needs to open to charge the um, Tesla or not. But like, I always found it kind of douchey that they did that. But I've also seen other videos that blow Mm. my mind, like how they can just self park is, is fucking unbelievable. Um, How they can self drive. And like, I've seen people just straight up napping, (laughs) which is insane. I would never recommend that, (laughs) but don't do it kids. Yeah, definitely do not. And there is kids that don't nap and let your Tesla drive. Right. But like yet. Exactly. It's only uh, gonna get better, but you it know. is. But like they, they even have this we're, point where we're you, afraid to change in the world, so we gotta be, you know. But everybody's jumping on that bandwagon, dude. They got twenty twenty ones that are like GMCs or, or Chevys just, or something. The shit. auto park and shit. No, not just the auto park, electric plug in. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. They're well, all I mean, trying to go to that now. I mean, yeah, these companies should have realized that fucking ten years ago. They now, did. now here's and then t- that's why Tesla is the lead because they're just like they knew from the get go, like, hey, this is the way things are gonna go, so we're gonna make cars with that now. Mm-hmm. You know? And they're crisp looking, dude. Every Tesla you can pick. They're the fucking end. clean, bro. Dude, I know that I would have Tesla slippers. I just know that. Like, don't fuck with me. I'm gonna have <laughs> Tesla slippers. I'm taking my shoes off. They're going in the trunk You're or right, in the yeah. front. I don't know whatever the trunk is. It's probably the front of the fucking car. I don't know. But anyways, um, I know that I'd take my shoes off and I'd have little slippers ready for me to go in. And anytime it was raining, I'd figure out it. Like, dude, yeah, my Tesla. I would never fucking eat in that car. <laughs> yeah i would never like oh dude i'm just saying like i've always wanted one they're so gorgeous to look at they're i, you, I see them do you think people who like go out and get drunk have their tesla drive them home yes seen a tiktok of it he was actually in the back seat and he was like uh tesla i'm too drunk to drive take me home and it just starts to fuck up and it's just whipping out of the parking lot and you know takes him home blows my mind man like it's so <laughs> fucking neat oh, it's like you will never like that would make me more comfortable going to the bar you know right it would make me a hundred right. times you can drive you know you can take over when you need to but then you know mm-hmm. if you're like oh shit i don't know about this hold on let me just put it on auto drive for a second <laughs> right. oh, man. 
<laughs> and like what's cool is the window starts at the fucking um like you know where a normal window starts on on a on a car and then it goes like all the way back all the way back there's like it's it's all completely like a a, a roof like it's fucking like or like a seeable roof like the window oh, the goes top? from like the front yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. It's so fucking cool, dude. It's like he he says like somebody said being in it is it's kind of like for a second you think you're in a spaceship cuz you can visually see everything, but like it's really neat. Like dude, I can't fucking wait. One day I will have me a Tesla. I mean, I, you can <laughs> find uh some of the first first ones for sale used for not that, you know, like 12,000. I hope so. I've never looked in. The first one I ever saw was like 32K. And that was a used one with like 8,000 miles. So I'm sure what you said, like if I looked up like the first generation, because I'm sure they're not advertising those kind of vehicles just right off the rip. Right. That's yeah. something you, so I don't know. Uh, but I've always wanted one, man. I saw some some guy that actually took like crash Teslas and he, he, he just took parts off of crash Teslas and he, he remade it. Yeah, the only shitty thing about that is that Tesla actually I don't know, I haven't looked into that in a while, mm. but I know what guy you're talking about. And they were they were trying to sue him. Because doing, he made a fucking Tesla? Well, because he was taking apart Teslas, crash Teslas and using the parts. Gotcha. And I don't know, some there's some legality there that tesla has on him for that but yeah i mean he was getting in trouble for it hmm i wonder i'll have to read on that see if he actually did or if he fought that shit i'd fight that shit yeah i mean who knows i want i want to like say that because i mean in my eyes at least for like you know elon musk and Tesla and SpaceX, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's all forward thinking, you know, uh, advancing technology, you know, trying to build a better future type shit. Right. Right. And here's the thing that I've always considered to be one of the more, more important things for the future. And that is, is um, modular everything. Everything being able to be mo- modular, like mm-hmm. I saying that right, modular. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, explain what you mean. In so modular. by that I mean like essentially all parts in a thing being able to be interchangeable and replaced. So like like a computer, pretty much modular because I can buy I can buy whatever brand fans and you know, components and everything inter- interchange and swap all the parts to improve and, you know, customize that thing to however mm-hmm. I want to. Um, but you go and buy a phone and the phone is just the phone. You know what I mean? That's why I like my phone a lot, which is the Moto Z4. Uh, it has the mod capabilities here on the back um, where I can attach mods I mean, it's very, you know, rudimentary currently, but the whole idea is that, you know, oh, do I want a better camera? Well, I can attach a better camera mod 
Do I want to improve my memory uh, with a big, you know, you know, whatever? I can do that. If I want to improve the battery and add an extra battery, there's a battery mod. You know what I mean? All sorts of different mm-hmm. um, mods. And, like, the way I envision, this is just my vision for the future of technology is to everything be modular so like your tv you know what happens when you have a tv that breaks you just fucking you just fucking get rid of it (laughs) right why why can't that just be fixed why can't whatever is wrong with it be replaced with a new one you know what i mean that's the thing you're talking basically how they used to do back in the day that we're, I guess, in a sense, bringing back. Because, like, you always hear those people say where they're like, man, nothing was built like it used to be. That's very fucking true. Things could last you 50, 60, 70 years. Yeah, I'm not well, saying televisions could, but granted, back in the day, there used to be a store, a TV repair store. So it's like, oh, right. your TV's busted? Let me repair it for you, and then you're good to go. Right. You know? Yeah, and, I mean... And it's like, probably a little bit more intricate in 2021, obviously, but same with like know. phones. Like I only know of one place that does that and they only mm-hmm. repair screens basically. You know what I mean? Like it's cause that's the only experience they have. Well, essentially. And, and well, the, the like phones, for instance, the phone companies mm-hmm. specifically design their phones to not be able to be repaired. Right. So you have to buy a new one. Apple does that shit too. They and do. Apple even takes it a step further. Mm-hmm. And after in, uh, in a period of time, their software and hardware both start to wear out on purpose. So they design it to be that way. No, you're, you're not wrong. Um, and that's the thing that, like, I think we're, like you said, we're getting into. And, like, how you've only found one place that could only literally just change screens. I watched this video on TikTok, TikTok of a guy in Columbus. He literally has people bringing in their MacBook Pros and all that shit saying that, like, they, and they'll get notes from their, <clears throat> the, the sender saying, like, hey, I sent this to Mac. They said that it can never be fixed. I sent this to, you know, Geek Squad. They said that they can't fix it either. And I feel like it's at like fucking basically what you're talking about. They don't, they don't, they can probably solve the problem. They just choose not to. So when they take it to this person, they, he literally unscrews it, figures out the problems, sends it on his way. So that dude's making big bucks just and because he's trying to help the is, people. Is probably uh, pretty close to having some lawsuits filed against him because you're not I mean, allowed to do that. Well, whatever but like, you know what i mean dude, like that's I just, do. yeah the dude, i mean you can look the dude up like i said he's actually too you know he's he's in columbus he does yeah. that shit man it's crazy yeah it's and crazy like that it actually, and like you said they can't do you yeah know? and as soon as you do something like that it voids your warranty you know what i mean I like fuck yeah yeah, but like, you're saying it can't be fixed anyway. So what you're telling me that like, oh, this this thing that could probably cost me like 400 bucks to get fixed. You're just telling me, well, it can't be fixed. So why don't you just spend twenty two hundred dollars on the newest fucking MacBook? Right, right. You know, so and and, I don't, and I don't know. it's just anyway. So I envision a future where all technology is that way, where you know. Let's say even even my my screen, my TV, you know, I want to I want to improve my TV without buying a new one. 
You know well, I mean? Let's say it's, it's maybe rendered, I can let's... maybe I can swap out some of their hardware for better hardware mm-hmm. and get a better TV. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Like right. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, um, for example, let's say we're setting that near future. Oh, my, my TV's rendered 8K, but the new 14K just came out. You know, it's like, okay, let's see if we can swap the hardware in your television for you, you know, or whatever, right, right. To, to render it you 14K to, you know, that the screen's basically like, so for example, like like we were talking about in the last episode, mattresses, spend $3,000 for a mattress, you'll probably never have to buy one again or at least within 15 years' time, you know what I mean? Right. And that, that's a hell of a lot longer than the standard that you buy a mattress today, which I think is like five to seven years. Right, yeah. You know? So it's it, it's like I think when it comes down to it, in that future that we're talking about where you can like literally buy something and anything can get upgraded, you know, solely on just, you know, a piece of hardware, yeah. I think it'll be a point where it's like that shit will be super expensive to purchase. But when you purchase it, it's literally like a one-time fee and you will yeah. literally never, you will never have like a problem again. Right. And I'm okay with that because, you know, minimum wage is going up. You know, some people are about it. Some people are against it. It's whatever. I don't give a fuck um, either way, but like, we're obviously getting to a point to where like, I don't know, this is where you probably come back with currency. Like, you know, we have all this debt that we're in right now that we're so involved in. And like, we just keep, you know, like, uh, for example, raising minimum wage, like that's probably where cryptocurrency is going to go, uh, you know, come into play because money's going to fail. You know, we're going to have so much money and it's going to end up being worthless. Exactly. As long as a governing body can print more of its fiat, on a whim just because it wants to and can then that system is doomed to fail something it's something i've talked about in multiple of our episodes but the idea of entropy there is no infinite growth growth will stop at some point same applies to our our our, our money here mm. you can keep printing it but that's just going to drive the value of it down to where it's worthless. And then what, you know, I no, um, you're not wrong. And that's and all I these came. people have this idea mm-hmm. that money is wealth. Money isn't wealth. Money's just money. That's buying power. Buying power isn't wealth. Wealth is an idea of, 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 um, sustainable and long-term buying power in it, I guess. But like, I think wealth is uh for, for, and then I think that's really a definition for everybody. Like my wealth in, in my head mentally is always being comfortable, never concerning myself where my next meal is coming from, never concern myself when my bills are paid. That's my comfortability. You know what I mean? Some people have to worry about whether electric's going to get shut off or, you know, nowadays right. internet. Internet some, is somebody's lifeline. You know what I mean? It helps yeah. them a little bit, you know, stay sane in this fucking crazy pandemic we're in. So, like... Or make it worse, however, you know. Right, right. Very true. So, it's... But, like, I remember when money actually meant something. Like, and this is me just going back into, like my elementary days, but like when I was a kid, I was very poor. So my parents put us on the reduced lunch 
you know do you know what that is yeah okay 40 cents i'd get an entire meal my dad gave me like a buck and i'd get a cookie and shit or whatever it was when i was a kid but like i remember back then as a kid i remember how how amazing you know a dollar was or at least that's you know right. how i look at it so well i don't know i know it's not inflation unfortunately <laughs> has ruined that right the buying power of your dollar is. today is not the same buying power of your dollar back when, years two, ago 2002 you right. know so yeah it sucks and and that's why i support the minimum wage increase because inflation I mean, honestly, wages should have increased with the same rate as inflation. Because if your dollar is being driven down in value, then you need to offset that with a higher wage. Like, you know what I mean? You, you get no, what I'm I saying. No, like, I do. So I like, 100% understand. So, I mean, there's honestly... I don't know. Any argument against it is an argument that is it's invalid. Invalid, I think, personally, and and yeah. it, honestly, just completely invalid because it doesn't matter. Inflation, like I don't know where these people have these ideas that like raising minimum wage is then going to force companies to go out of business. It's like well. Maybe those governments Here. or those those corporations shouldn't um, take advantage of their workers mm -hmm. and pay them a shit wage to begin with. So I 100% agree with you. And going on to that, um, I have this idea that just came in my mind. Well, not idea. This is a conversation I had with a very good friend of ours. Um, I'm not going to name his name, but... Um, we had this conversation and this is thankfully where me and Jacob talked in a, a previous episode where we're both different on sides and we are able to come to a fucking conclusion or still be friends on the outcome of the whole thing. We don't sit there and hold grudges, but for example, his argument was with the whole, uh, you know, raising minimum wage. He felt that the working man, the person that's like, you know, was trying to be an electrician and maybe failed the test and wants to try again, knows that he can make that fifteen fifty an hour, you know, um, bagging groceries. So he feels that the American man or the working man will not have the energy or the drive to go work somewhere like an electrician or a construction worker or, you know, whatever the, you know, those kind of fucking jobs are that, you know, are good for this world. Um, he believes that, if they end up, you know, not succeeding the first time around, that they're just going to go take the basic job. So, the everyday Joe job. Okay. Which I I I agree in a sense, but I also don't think yeah. so. I, 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 feel I, like I kind of agree because I have a friend at work who um, his entire belief around economics is there has to be incentive. And I, I kind of believe that because you can't, you can't have something if there's no incentive to get it because then no one is going to try to get it because exactly. what's the point? You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and I think that's what he's getting at is that 
like what you were saying was that, you know, if somebody wants to do this thing mm-hmm. and they decide it's too hard and there's no incentive to go through the trouble of getting there, then they'll just settle for something, which I feel that's true for some, but I don't feel it's true for all. There's people I don't, that still want to work hard. True. There's still people that are determined to do a passionate thing in their life, regardless if it's electrician. Like it could be okay. For example, Daddy's electrician. He did it his entire fucking life. Okay, I'm gonna be your electrician because I saw him. I grew in his footsteps, and it's actually what I want to do. Okay, somebody's not gonna give up that easily when they saw their dad work their ass off. And, you know, can see where their dad's at today and say like, okay, well, I'm going to just give up on this dream because I can make this much money. It's a little bit less, but I'll survive on it. Like, I don't, I don't feel personally people are going to do that. People have a drive. Now I'm not saying all do. Some people are just going to wave the white flag and call it a day. I, I don't, you know, I don't care either. That's not a problem. But like, I also feel that the working man will not give up so easily. Right. So no. And, you know, I have a little bit more faith in people than that. Um, And that's another thing that kind of ties into like the whole like welfare thing that people like to talk about and how like if you just give welfare to people, then they're not going to go find a job. You know what I mean? And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that may be true for some. But Mm -hmm. honestly, I think the vast majority of that is not true and that most of those people just need some help you know what i mean and i 100 percent agree because my uh, i have no shame to it my father was on social security right you know what i mean no, but he was yeah. a working man and he was still working when he was on social security under the fucking table he was just trying to survive to and make, make money. money yeah dude. yeah and, and because like, like he because he had tinnitus he was a machinist um for like 20 something years of his life and tinnitus is this uh thing where like basically you have permanently you have permanent ringing in your ears 24 7 so that man could not work anymore in machine shops or anything like that. Cause his fucking, you know, listen to that 24 hours a day, piercing, waking up, going to bed, waking up. That's probably gotta be fucking a toll. Yeah. And that's among other things that people get, you know, social security for, like you said, some people just need help. Yeah. You know? And, and this kind of ties into some other stuff where like maybe welfare isn't the help that these people need. Maybe, you know, a little bit of welfare, you know, whenever. And that's why I'm kind of a proponent for um, universal basic income. Um, Oh, for sure. But anyway. I um, think we're a long ways away from that, unfortunately. Yeah. But maybe that money that gets all that extra money that goes out to welfare could be spent providing other services like therapy or you know um, something like that 100 because i think a lot of times people who are on welfare are the ones that desperately probably need fucking therapy yeah you know they need Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily just need money they need they need like they need something substantial in their life to give them hope to work towards something you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. in in a world where that is just so void because there's just you know so much bullshit and then on top of that you have a system that constantly keep those same people pushed down 
purposefully. I think that's the whole goal, unfortunately. So that way, the yeah. Well, that's why I fuck these Wall Street fucks. Mm-hmm. Fuck these government fucks. Because they don't actually give a fuck about the people. No, that's what uh, pisses me off about um, Trumpers, you know. They, 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 sit, yeah. they sit here and they commend this guy still. Continue to sit here and fucking And he never gave Biden's an ounce president. of a fuck about any of them, ever. None. He didn't care. He was no. so self-involved and it was all for his own show. And, we're and, fucking, and, and, <laughs> it's just, we're you mouth know, breathers to him, man. I, I could give a shit less about his I'm opinion. I'm just a mouth me, breather anyway, but, but right, right. But still, you know, like he that motherfucker's breathing gold. I guess I don't know. Well, he's gonna be wishing he was breathing Bitcoin <laughs> here soon. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's just it's fucked out here, brother. It's fucked. But you know, I have hope because I think. I think all this shit's gonna fucking collapse anyway, and we're just gonna rise out of it. I think people better will make than the right ever decisions as well. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. Like I think I think we're all we're all good, and we all have good intentions. I don't that's, think ever- that's that's one thing that bothers me about Christianity in general. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well. You get told you're a sinner. You're a sinner. You're a sinner. You need to repent. You need to feel sorry for your sins. You're a sinner. You're a sinner. You're a sinner. I don't think sin is real. I don't think sin exists. Well, I think I think there are just mm-hmm. good and bad decisions that are made mm-hmm. based upon good or bad thoughts and those good or bad thoughts aren't inherently bad because the universe exists in a duality of 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 balance of good and evil, light and dark. You know what I mean? There, there's a. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, it's like the universe exists in a perfect balance, right? Mm-hmm. And so. To say that humans are just sinners that need to repent for their sins is to say that humans are inherently bad. I mean... And unworthy of being in heaven unless you repent. You repent. That's and, and, the thing. And that I think- is, is, to me, so off base of the reality of our existence in the universe. Well, that's the thing is I think when we come into something as serious as what you just brought up, like I feel that's something where I need like a true believer of God to come in here. And I also need somebody that was like either, you know, let's say for example, you know, studying to be a preacher, but then found this and understood this and started reading about this and then found out basically it's all a fucking sham. You know, I need two of those kind of people that to debate well, and talk about it because I've, when it comes I've been to taking, that, I've been doing well, that on. on my own in my head. Well, Go on. Well, all right. Well, what I'm saying about this is because like when it comes to like God, I think in a sense, it's like, it's a 50, 50, if you will. Like, you know, some people are going to say like, okay, believe in God, praise God, the Christians, you know, live that life. And um, you know, they're, they're, into heaven 
And then you have those people where it's like, man, I'm on my deathbed and I'm really scared. I'm going to pray to God so I can hope that I can go to heaven, you know, and all my sins will be washed away and I will accept him into my soul. There's that because fear. Why do I have you know to accept God into my soul to go to heaven? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's fear. It's fear. You're dying. That's the one th- you're, you're scared where you will go because you you have been fed your entire life that you either have heaven or you have hell. I think you know church you know- and the Bible are the most manipulative things to exist because they prey upon human human emotions to get you to believe something. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you could, you, I, that's why I would love to have somebody that's such a true believer in God and somebody that's, you know, like I said, tried to believe, found something that bothered him, learned a new way of learning about God, and then, you well, know, that's, so this is, scratch the whole thing. This is or what a non believer that has research, you know what I'm saying? That's logical that's, about the shit. This is what, this is what I wanted to talk about was that, so one thing I think, that is lost on Christianity is the idea of the divine, the idea of spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't think that even just Christianity um, has to exist without the idea of the divine. And now what I'm going into is the idea of the relationship between God and psychedelics. And, and this is something I think a lot of people don't want to talk about, but I think is potentially something that may even intrigue a lot of Christians um, is the idea that the two are one in the same and that, and that the Bible is not real, but it doesn't mean that, the God of the Bible isn't real. Now, this is going into what I was saying just a minute ago, where I believe the Bible itself is a tool of manipulation. There's a tool to manipulate people into believing certain ideologies to follow that religion, right? And then at the basis of it, the very base of it, the structure that holds it all together is that if you want to go to heaven, if you want an afterlife that isn't burning in hell, then you have to accept Jesus as your savior. That sentence alone is the most manipulative thing I've ever heard. You know what I mean? Like that—that that is on uh, at the very basis is saying you need to be scared of where you're going to spend eternity because we know you don't know what happens after you die, but just to just to say that hey, you want you want a good place to go after you die, right? Well, here, follow this, and if you don't, well, then you're going to go to a an extremely terrible place when you die. That's so fucking manipulative. It's very manipulative. Um, There was one person, I forget who the hell said it, where it was like, it's a 50-50 shot whether or not God is real or if he's, you know, it's a lie. So why not believe in him too? So, you know what I mean? So it's like, because because for example, like, you know, let's say you believe in him 
and he's real. Awesome. You go to the gates of heaven. Everything's wonderful. Let's say you don't believe in him and he's not, or you believe in him and he's not real. You die and you spend eternity wherever fucking eternity is. Right. Okay. Awesome. Well, at least you played the 50, 50 card, you know, people, <laughs> I, you know, right, right. I, but, I don't want to look at it that way, but I just like, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you either because church is manipulative. It, it, it manipulated me. It manipulated you It manipulated, you know, our families, not saying that anybody that has a belief, I don't knock anybody that believes in God at right, all. Right. That's the first thing that I think we need to, you know, establish is you're right. We have no hatred towards anybody that believes in anything. You right. know, I want you to, like, if anything, believe in something, don't sit there right, and believe yeah, in nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I commend these because they, you know, those people who are into religion in their their soul are spiritual beings but mm -hmm. i just believe that they've been manipulated to believe a certain thing when like what i'm saying is that potentially i think the idea of psychedelics mm -hmm. and religion are one and the same and that um you know, and that the Bible is is an interpretation is and like potentially is that the the God of the Bible is real, but the Bible was written afterwards to, you know, manipulate people and that and that, um. So to go into this, uh, to tie some things together, I guess, um. So with with the use of psychedelics, there's often the idea of um, connectedness and oneness, right, with the universe and with other people. Um, and one part of Christianity is the idea that God resides in everything. And God is in me and you and in the, the trees and the grass and the wind and and that potentially could be true and 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 but i don't necessarily think it's the way that the bible portrays it i think I god the, exists as as the collective energy that we all share right and and that's in me that's in you that's in everything just like the bible says god is but you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Is, is I like, get what you're saying on on a spiritual level. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, and 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 so like, and and to experience the the divinity of that, you don't have to subscribe yourself to the Bible, right? Like, you. Can, I don't think it's necessarily you, bad. You can to like, worship the wonder of God in the divine that is the universe and it's the same thing you're just not labeling it as the other thing you know what i mean i think so. i think it's it's an experience that everyone has to have for themselves whether you pick up a bible and decide to read it cover to cover and listen or read the stories or whether you just decide to take cliff notes like any other person or at least person that I've known when they were in church and just read what the hell was being told or spoken to them. Um, it really just depends on you. I want anybody and everybody to 
search your own path. You know what I mean? Like, for example, um, I'm a very spiritual person. And I've also believed that if you are a good person, then good things will happen to you. Whether, you know, whether you had an attitude at a Kroger because some lady pissed you off, that might bite you in the ass later on. I don't know. But it's definitely a possibility. What I also believe in is the sun and the moon. Those are the two things that keep us alive every single day. Now, let me let me say one thing about both of those things you just said. Okay. So essentially, the first thing you were talking about was karma, right? Yeah, I, I, I right. know okay. what I was talking about. Yeah, karma is the idea of the balance of good and bad, right? Yeah, you know, you put output good, you get good. You output bad, you get bad. That's the duality balance there. Now the sun and the moon. That's the duality of our Don't existence. Don't sit here and act like you're teaching me a class, bro. I'm not <laughs> trying to teach you a class. I'm just trying to point out these 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 concepts. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know, and and mm-hmm. you know, the same applies with religion. You have God and Satan, right? And it's the good and the bad. You have the balance. You have the duality. And I think religion and Christianity and things understood whoever wrote the bible understood all of those concepts all the 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 ideas of the divine and the duality of the universe and stuff and they took that Mm -hmm. and pissed all over god and said well this is what we're gonna make your religion it's a definite possibility i mean um you know I couldn't tell you how old the Bible is, but I've always thought to myself, like it was republished and then it was republished and then it was republished and then it was republished and it was republished. How many of those times when it was republished, how many times did those stories change now? And this is, this is another thing. Uh, There was a guy um, there's, there's this, there was this podcast I was listening to uh, that had two, two guys on it. One was Graham Hancock, who I've mentioned before. Graham Hancock is a, a journalist slash like archaeological journalist. Um, and then the other guy um, studied, studied like classic history of like ancient Rome and, and ancient Greece and stuff like that. Um, and that guy um, was talking about what I'm talking about is, is, the connection of psychedelics and God and specifically Judeo-Christian religions and and how if you go back to very early translations of the Hebrew and things like that, there's a, there's a lot of alluding to um, the use of psychedelics right there in the Bible. It's just that it's been construed over a thousand plus years to rid those from those ideas from the bible Dude, and I from wanna, other religions yeah we we definitely it would be it would be wonderful if we could get a non-believer and a fucking preacher in here or somebody of high belief and just would love to talk it would be wonderful just to hear other people's input on this um because yours is very uh what do you want to call it? Very eye-opening, I would say, you know, for a lot of people. And the same, and the same goes for me, um, how I believe in the, the construct of life, 
you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of that guy where it's like, all right. I was uh I was a Christian once, you know, I did the Christian thing. And then like I was judged way more than I ever was inside a church than I was outside of a church. I was like, you know what, man? I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to be here. And then as I grew older, I was like, man, it'd be really cool to maybe just like understand a little bit of something about God. So I decided to buy a Bible just out of curiosity to kill the cat. Haven't even picked it up. Not one time, but you know, I asked my uncle for a recommendation, you know, where to start. He told me to start in the book of John. Okay. Still haven't done it yet, but the whole point of this being like, I am not a man that's with God but I'm also a man that's not with God. I'm a man, right. right. I'm a man that's spiritual because I believe that the one thing that does keep me alive is the sun and the moon. And I feel that's pretty goddamn spiritual to me. You know, I wouldn't have, you know, my carrots or my, my green beans or my potatoes or, you know, cows, you know, or my, or anything like that, because, you know, the grass wouldn't be fucking being made, you know, or growing for the cows to eat, you know, or the sun growing my vegetables for me to smash on, you know, all that shit. So like, if you're going to praise anything, praise the thing that wakes you up in the morning, praise the right. thing that makes you go to bed at night. Cause if we didn't have either one of those, we'd be dead. Right. All of us. Right. So like, I don't know, man, like religion and, you know, uh, what else you want to say? Um, Spirituality. There we go. Spirituality. It's all something that you have to find yourself and figure out what the hell you want to believe in. And it's all, it's, it's one in the same, honestly, you just really is. You just have to be able to take yourself out of what is you are being told and view it from a point of, well, what, what, what do I know and understand of like how things work? And right? essentially, and, and, we're only talking about Christianity too. You know what I mean? There's also yeah, numerous yeah. other religions. Yeah. You know, and and I the probably at the end of the day, I'm not gonna say that I'm 100 percent right on this because I'm probably not. But they're probably all one of the same. They all essentially mean you know good and bad. You know, praise so and so, and you know you know, forgive your, you know, be forgiven, so on and so forth. I'm sure we're all kind of in, in similarity in religion. Yeah. I, um, and this is just a wild thought and I, I'm not saying mm-hmm. I believe this, but maybe at some point in the history of the world, some people got together and was like, all right, so we understand how the universe works. How can we write this down? in a way that is both telling the truths while also remaining cryptic. So that way we're Mm. not just telling you flat out the truth, but you have to read it and figure it out yourself. Right. And then now how can we distribute this in a way that makes it seem like there's something for everyone in it there's a definite possibility and then of that. and then all of the religions were created at the same time and and Fuck. put out into the world so that way people could grasp these ideas 
in a way that made sense to them where they were in the world. Man, I, there's a definite possibility. <laughs> Sorry, that, that's just no, like, that's good. a big, that like, a- wild conspiracy thought. Like I said, I'm not even saying that that's true or any anything at all, but I'm just, I'm just saying, well, whoa, th- man, what if, man? I don't remember the exact quote, but I, I know, I'm pretty sure that, like, Brian Griffin said it best, best off Family Guy. You know, when uh, Meg was, like, burning books and shit like that, uh, you know, thought it was a good idea so we didn't have history because of her religion. Um, right. They were making fun of Kirk Cameron, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, so anyways, um, she was like, so, so what is life? And he was just like, well, that's the whole point. No one knows. And that's the whole experience of life is just, you know, learning to be there with it or something along those lines. And it was very deep. And that's why I love cartoons so fucking much. But like, I love all of these like really deep things that you pick out of what you watch because like all most of that shit would just go over everyone's head. Like, like the quote from Batman that you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do we fall, sir? You know, so we can pick ourselves back up. It's just like, it's, oh, it's, these things you pick out and they're always the perfect. I love it. Well, they're, they're passionate. You know what I mean? Cause like that and, and, and what you're saying that right there best describes me, I'm discovering life. So those little tidbits are a part of my life. Right. You know, I, I care about them because they're the, that's what's teaching me how to grow. I don't think, and that's the whole thing of being an adult, being a 30 year old man, what I didn't know when I was 14 years old, I think growing up, I'm doing that more as a 30 year old man than I ever did as a 14 year old kid. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and I'm learning who the fuck I am because when you're a kid, you're so you're, you're in this world, you're in this bubble where you feel that you have to be this certain type of way and you're struggling so hard. And some people focus so hard on that. They forget about their schoolwork or they forget about their life and they focus on just trying to befriend these people that might just be wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. And or that's because, or because they look aesthetically pleasing. Our current society is that kids are, before they are beaten and shaped and molded by our world, they are free to think and believe and and socialize in ways that that are are honestly next level compared to how adults are right like as adults we think about things in a way based upon the influences we had prior to that thought right everything leading up to that thought influences that thought as a kid well you don't have anything to lead you up to that thought Mm -hmm. you know you haven't been molded to think away yet you just think you just think your brain thinks it just thinks and 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 whatever you first thought of you think it's the right idea and and that's that that is the beauty of of what being a kid is 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 that you're not shaped and molded yet and you you're able to think about things abstractly because well there is no things to define your thoughts yet right you don't have like you don't think of like okay i'm gonna build this you know what i mean and then like 
you know, as an adult, you're thinking, okay, well, I could build it point A, B, C, D, E, and F, but F looks like it might work with G. And if I do G, I can probably work with E and so on and so forth. But when you're a kid, you're just thinking, okay, I'm going to put it this way, this way, this way. And you do, you find the most simplistic way is basically, I think what we're getting at. Um, you know, you don't sit there. Not even that. Don't, like You don't rifle through a hundred thoughts just to figure out one thought. You just do. In yeah, a sense. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Because you, you so, feel and know it's just, you know, in your body. It's confidence, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and just tying this into the one topic that we were just talking about is, is the idea that, um, in a way, some psychedelic use brings you back to that, that frame of reference. Mm-hmm. Or it can, you know, because under the influence... Um, a lot of times you can forget the the things that mold and shape the way you think. And your brain is just, you know, firing and thinking without the extra processing going on, right? And, right. And that's why I think the, the like, modern uh, organized religion is bad. Because just in the same way that our society shapes and molds the way kids think, the same way does church and the Bible mold the way spiritual people view their spirituality. Well, that's what I was. I wasn't getting at that with the whole um, the whole going back onto the Christian thing, and uh, that I was just saying how when we were we were uh or as an adult now you're so molded and you have so many thoughts that but that the time when you were a kid you know what i mean like we said it you were such a free thinker and i feel that's where like religion spirituality christianity whatever comes into play because now like you said we're so much more molded we're so much more grounded in our mindset and views and thoughts and ideas that you know we can think of 800 things compared to when you were a kid for example free thinker right so what's the first thing that you're going to know about and that's all you know about christianity why is it brought that into your brain and why is that the only thing that's in your brain because the only thing you know you know what i mean but when you grow up you know that there's like other fucking this or that or this or that thank god for the internet you know yeah um yeah for sure so like I feel that's where you end up growing up. And I feel that we even might be growing up at a rate faster than I think any other generation or time because of the internet, you know, I wouldn't say growing up. I would say, or I would, um, I would say more knowledge, if you will. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's more of a, a, um, cultural ex, ex exposure or like, um, ideological exposure you i say cultural you're you're, Mm -hmm. or both i mean you're being you're being presented with the the clusterfuck and the the endless ether of thoughts and ideas from everybody all over the world that you're able to think about things more abstractly and and more conceptually because you're not being presented only one or a few ways of thinking or thoughts you're being Mm -hmm. showed and exposed to 
essentially infinite right thought patterns that you can then find and mold and shape and like you know so um that's why like uh there's this kid i work with um i think he's i think he might still only be 18 but he might be 19 um and there's there's two of them actually they're both like the same age um and honestly i wish i was exposed to the internet as much as I was at their age. Like we had the internet at that age, but it wasn't what it is now, right? No, and like not in any way, shape, or form. But I remember these kids just getting on YouTube was a luxury. So you smart, know? dude. They're so fucking intelligent. And you want them on your team for whatever and, and, you might be trying to and, do in the future. And they don't um for the most part, they reject the ideas that are presented with them in substitute their own Mm -hmm. due to their own thoughts and processes and that is to me commendable for somebody at their age because when we were kids at that age or even even younger generations like or or older generations sorry um Mm -hmm. they were less and less doing that exact thing you know what i mean like i mean we came out of it doing that but i would go as far to say that there are less people in our generation who are on that train of thought than there are in this newer generation Ah, definitely definitely it's uh i don't know it's a it's cool honestly it's pretty badass and i you know it's just very it's just it's it's like I've always, I guess this makes me selfish or it makes me petty. I always want to be, it's like, man, just reverse my time, like 10 years. Give me, it's 2021. Give me just 10 more years. So like, you know, I'm 30 now. Take me back to 20 in 2021. I want to be 20 years old right now. You know, just right. give me that. And like, I'd be a hell of a lot fucking happier. But it's just, the kids today, just in, in in my own opinion, kids today are so much smarter, and we will see. I don't know. A spark. We need to get these older fucks out of here and <laughs> stop. They're not accepting. They're stifling the younger generations from really exploring the world of possibilities that are out there because they're so caught up in the dumb shit that they believed 30, 40 years ago. That they're putting it on their kids though too, and some yeah, kids and then, being that too. Exactly, and we mm. just need to get them the fuck out of here, so <laughs> that way we can make a better world. Honestly, you're, sorry, you're I'm wrong. I'm just, I'm just, and and I, I don't want to say all of older generations, but just like I was saying, I think as time has been progressing, mm-hmm. there's been more and more people more and more percentage of each pop or each generation that is being woke. If that, you know what I mean? If we're going to just put a term woke, right? Right. I think, you know, yeah, you had hippies back in the, in the fucking, you know, beginning of the counterculture movement, sixties, seventies, you know, right. But the percentage of their generation that were that were hippies was small, right? The vast majority of the people in their generation were still just, you know, normies. And then as time 
go on through the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s, more and more percentage-wise of each generation has be, been becoming more woke to the point where now the young generations are like, they're fucking like 15, 16, woke as fuck talking about some shit that like, you know what we I mean? should have been on the train. That yeah, you know are. what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, so... This generation what I'm saying too. is is fuck the mass vast majority of the older generations for stifling the growth of the younger generations. And to the older generations that are cool and hip and love you, brother. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Asadi. Yeah. Asad, dude. But uh I I commend you for sticking through it from the beginning and paving the pathway for these younger generations but you should have also turned around and punched your dumber co-generators in the face for being so fucking stupid right so i think that's a strong point to leave off of i think we're just i think we're good (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean i mean you got anything else to say because i think i think you've said it all yeah, I mean, I had a couple things. But, you know, I covered a lot. Okay. Well, I mean, you should. It's what's on our mind, and this was the, this was the podcast today. So, I uh, I wish they would stop increasing the THC content of cannabis. Okay. Um, just like the duality and balance of the universe, cannabis was naturally organic organically not super high in THC there's okay. a bunch of cannabinoids in, in cannabis right. that have effects but we've been genetically modifying cannabis for 20 30 years now mm-hmm. uh, to have higher THC content but I think I think THC on its own in high concentrations um, is is having a negative effect in conjunction with the internet. Um, and I think there needs to be a balance of the cannabinoids in 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 cannabis. Yeah, you know, you know, some people have a really high tolerance, and that's one thing. But also. Um, People I mean, starting out, they don't need to be. It's well, probably very accessible. Weed, weed is not just THC; it's all the other stuff, and more so, all the other cannabinoids actually have a more beneficial effect than THC does. Mm-hmm. But THC is what causes you to get high, so that's what you know, people are shooting for. They're after you know, elevated. And, mm-hmm. and, and um, I think that just goes into the fact that a lot of, there's a lot more people with addictive tendencies these days than there used to be. Um, but that also, all this also just kind of just ties into the fact that like population growth is growing. So of course mm-hmm. there's going to be more, but um yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm actually starting to uh, look into 
cutting my THC intake in half and mm. substituting it with half CBD as well. So okay. um, buying tea, a, a, a flower that's pushed normally as a THC flower and then buying a, a high CBD content flower with a low THC content and mixing for my preference at the time. And I want to feel a little bit higher, mm. put a little bit more THC than CBD. Oh, I'm looking just to get a, a little buzz, but feel mm-hmm. good and like put more CBD and less THC. It's crazy. We're in such a time. I, mean, I start, know. Uh, it's started amazing. Smoking weed, started smoking weed. It was literally just grind it up, put it in a bowl and smoking some fucking, it. Some brick weed, bro. I don't even know what it is. Like Terrible brick ass weed. Yeah. God, what a time to be alive. Man, <laughs> I remember those 20 sack days, bro. Bro. 20 sack days or quarter. We, we burn quarters so fast. You fucking got to smoke all of it to get high. You really did, though. <laughs> Roll fat doobers and like, everything. No wonder we were smoking blunts because we needed to smoke a blunt to get high. Now I got this mm-hmm. fucking thing and this thing, dude. I put, I put like, bro, I, like half of a bowl pack in this mm-hmm. and it lasts me half of the day. That's wonderful. I smoke one whole. Bowl pack a day because mm-hmm. this thing fucking it's a vaporizer. I guess I'm I'm throwing this thing around. Nobody knows what the fuck it is, but I call it a robot dick. He calls it a robot dick. Um, but it's a dry herb vaporizer. Um, and it's phenomenal because it, it you vaporize it so you get all of all the goodness, all the cannabinoids out of it, and you're not burning right. any of it. You know. Um. But yeah, it's nice. It's a way to go. See, that's a that's a better that's a better way to go off of talking about good weed. You know? Good weed, bro. Good times. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. I guess we're I guess we're gonna yeah, head that, out of here. Yeah. Uh, much love to everyone for tuning in. Thank you. Pre- appreciate uh, you. Swing over to our YouTube channel and check out our video that we just posted with Mind at Large. We've been talking about them for a couple of weeks. The video is finally out, so go check that out. Most definitely. And a music review the following week. Not going to tell you what it is, but music review the following week. So really look forward to that, guys. Stoked about it. I'm pretty excited myself. So yeah, it will be good. All right, guys. Well, much love. Appreciate you as always. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, like you said, head over to YouTube. Bye. Peace.